would like to welcome you to the final edition of The Jazz Show for the month of May. And we have a very special jazz feature for you this evening. Of course, we have uh, a whole bunch of uh, incredible music to play for you, which we will be doing throughout the show for three hours plus. But of course, we always start with our jazz feature, and this time I'm very pleased to say <laughs> that all these gentlemen, uh, I mentioned uh, last week um, about uh, many, so many of our great jazz artists are, uh, have passed on, and I get teased every once in a while by some of my good friends that uh, my show should be called the, uh, the Dead Jazz Musicians Jazz Show, but... Uh, Anyway, um, I'm very pleased to say that this particular band and everyone in it is still very much alive. And uh, these are some of the most incredible musicians on the planet. And um, the band has appeared in Vancouver a couple of years ago. Uh, They played at Performance Works. And uh, there's been very little changes in personnel. I think the only change in the band that was at Performance Works is in the um, alto saxophone division. And uh, Craig Handy was uh, with the band. Uh, He has been replaced um, by another great musician originally from New Orleans. And I'll tell you about uh, the whole band in a moment. For those of you that are curious enough, the band is called The Cookers, and we're going to hear an album that they did, their latest uh, album. It was recorded in New York in May of 2014. This band is still very active. They they travel all over the place. The, The genesis of the band and the energy behind the band is uh, uh, created by the youngest member of the Cookers, David Weiss. David Weiss is a um, very, very fine trumpet player, and he organized this band. And of course, uh, they all um, really enjoy one another's company. Weiss is no uh, dummy when it comes to um, organizing, and he had this idea for the band in, in mind. These days, you know, jazz. Um, there were so many great small bands at one time in jazz. We had the Miles Davis Quintet. We had Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers. We had the Modern Jazz Quartet. We had the Dave Brubeck Quartet. We had the Oscar Peterson Trio. Well, of course, that is all part of the past in jazz music. Um, and there are very, very few organized bands around. There are great musicians that can play together very well, but they're not in a band. Um, times have changed, of course, and, and bookings in clubs. Clubs used to book a band for two weeks, so these guys would be able to play every night and, of course, uh, develop uh, new strategies, new music, uh, it's, and so on and so forth. Um, this doesn't happen anymore. Usually engagements are much shorter or they're on a concert circuit. And... Uh, A lot of bands these days are all-star bands. Um, It it isn't quite the same. The Cookers, this band that we're going to hear this evening, is truly a working band. 
And uh, they do clubs, they do concerts, uh, they do workshops, all that kind of stuff. And the people involved, I mentioned David, uh, David Weiss or David Weiss, whatever you, uh, pronunciation you prefer, on trumpet, uh, who is the, the kind of uh, brains behind this band. But he certainly picked some incredible musicians. And these guys, even though some of them, uh, the eldest is, is uh, in his 80s, the energy that uh, these gentlemen produce is uh, absolutely incredible. And the unity of spirit, this is so important in jazz music. So without further ado, the people involved here. Um, I mentioned David Weiss on trumpet. The other trumpet player in the band is the redoubtable Eddie Henderson, originally from um, New York, but he spent many, many years in San Francisco, played with Herbie Hancock, all kinds of people, Eddie Henderson is one of the real great voices of the trumpet. On tenor saxophone, someone who played with uh, uh, Thad Jones and Mel Lewis, uh, played with Lee Morgan, uh, organized his own band, one of the truly great voices of the tenor saxophone, the one and only Billy Harper. And he's a class act. The third horn... As I mentioned, uh, he replaced Craig Handy on alto saxophone from New Orleans, a graduate of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers, and of course he's done so much uh, on his own name, worked with Terrence Blanchard for many years, Donald Harrison on alto saxophone. On piano, George Cables. Along with Kenny Barron, George Cables is one of the finest living jazz pianists today. Uh, George has worked with uh, such people as Woody Shaw, Joe Henderson, and he was Art Pepper's favorite pianist. Art Pepper actually called uh, George Cable's Mr. Beautiful, and uh, George is certainly deserving of that name and such a fine musician. On bass, as I mentioned, the, he's the oldest in the band. He's in his 80s. I'm talking about Cecil McBee. And if you go back to many, many, many Blue Note records, Jackie McLean, Herbie Hancock, uh, Wayne Shorter, all kinds of classic recordings, you'll see Cecil McBee in the bass position on so many of those albums, one of the great bass players living today. And on drums, someone who again has recorded with so many people that we could spend a whole bunch of time going down a whole list of people that he has recorded with, but one of the great drummers, Billy Hart. So that's the personnel of the cookers. David Weiss on trumpet, Eddie Henderson on trumpet, Billy Harper on tenor saxophone, Donald Harrison on alto saxophone, George Cables on piano, Cecil McBee on bass, and Billy Hart on drums. The tunes, and there's a whole bunch of them here. Uh, We're going to begin with a Billy Harper composition called Sir Galahad and then a Billy Hart composition called Renetta, and then a Cecil McBee composition, is tune number three, called Slippin' and Slidin', and then two compositions by George Cables. Uh, tune number four is called Double or Nothing. Tune number five is dedicated to one of George uh, Cables' great um, inspirations and, and a, a wonderful musician who has missed 
by so many people, Mulgrew Miller. And the composition, tune number five, is entitled Farewell Mulgrew. David Weiss composed tune number six. It's called Three Fall. Billy Harper, tune number seven, composed the title track of the album, and it's called Time and Time Again. Cecil McBee wrote tune number eight called Dance of the Invisible Nymph. And the final tune was written by Billy Harper. Dance, eternal spirits, dance. So that's the lineup. Those are the compositions we're going to hear, plus the composers. So we take you to this wonderful album, our jazz feature this evening, As I mentioned before, all these musicians are very much alive, functioning, and touring the world. The band is called The Cookers, and they are our jazz feature this evening. Here we go. Thank you. 
Thank you.
Our jazz feature this evening, the album by The Cookers, one of the great living present-day jazz groups. A working band. They play all over the world, concerts, clubs. And this album is their latest in their output, and it was called Time and Time Again. The people involved, David Weiss on trumpet, Eddie Henderson on trumpet, on tenor saxophone, the great Billy Harper, on alto saxophone, Donald Harrison, on piano, George Cables, on bass, Cecil McBee, and on drums, Billy Hart. And, of course, this band is uh, all the people um, in the band write for the group, and uh, this album was no exception. We heard nine pieces of music composed by various members of the band. It was all recorded in New York City in May of 2014. And uh, we begin, or began, with the uh, first composition by Billy Harper, entitled Sir Galahad. Then we move to uh, tune number two by drummer Billy Hart, called Renata. And tune number three by bassist Cecil McBee was entitled Slippin' and Slidin', kind of a bluesy um, piece of music. And two compositions followed that by Pianist George Cables. The first one was entitled Double or Nothing, tune number four. Tune number five was dedicated to one of the great young pianists who left us far too soon, Mulgrew Miller. And this was George's dedication to Mulgrew, entitled Farewell, Mulgrew. Tune number six was written by David Weiss and entitled Three fall. Tune number seven was the title track written by Billy Harper entitled Time and Time Again. Tune number eight was written by Cecil McBee entitled The Dance of the Invisible Nymph. And the final tune written by Billy Harper, Dance Eternal Spirits Dance. Once again, this great band, The Cookers, They have played in Vancouver a couple of years ago. They came as part of the Vancouver International Jazz Festival and played at uh, Performance Works. And uh, with one change in personnel, um, Donald Harrison is the newest member of the band. And, of course, he's originally from New Orleans, played with Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers and various other bands. Um, He and Terrence Blanchard had a band together as well and a very distinctive voice on the alto saxophone. Two trumpets, once again, David Weiss and Eddie Henderson. Uh, Billy Harper on tenor saxophone, Donald Harrison, as I mentioned, on alto, George Cables on piano, Cecil McBee on bass, and Billy Hart on drums, all living masters of music. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, long jazz feature this evening, time and time again, The Cookers. Great album. Check it out. Add it to your own collection. If you like the music you heard, perfect edition. All right. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we shall be right back 
right after these messages. CITR 101.9 FM and Discorder Magazine are celebrating Asian heritage by telling notable stories of Asian Canadians. Ojo Dosang was born in Jalandhar, India in 1947 and moved to Vancouver at the age of 17. He learned English by editing a Punjabi newspaper, eventually earning a law degree at UBC. After practicing family and personal injury law in private practice, he was elected as MLA to Vancouver Kensington in 1991. From there, he became Attorney General in 1997 and Canada's first South Asian Premier in February of 2000. For more information about how to celebrate Asian heritage in Vancouver, visit explorasion.org. UBC's Museum of Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. The Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources. We don't need to tell you that Vancouver has a housing problem. Mass evictions. Mass evictions. Unfair rent increases. What happened to rent control and protection from unfair eviction? If these or other housing matters concern you, you may be interested in joining the Vancouver Tenants Union. For more information, visit tenantsunion.ca. You're listening to CITR 101.9 broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. One of my all-time favorite Hammond organists is the late, great Don Patterson. Um, for me, he really represented the, the voice of the Hammond organ. Just the, um, I don't know, they, there's so many good ones out there, but uh, Patterson just happened to really hit home with me, and I love this album. It was actually his very first album, and it was released on Prestige Records, entitled The Exciting New Organ of Don Patterson. And, of course, I, I picked it up sight unseen. What attracted me about the album wasn't necessarily Don Patterson. Initially, was tenor saxophonist Booker Irvin, and I was a huge fan of Booker's playing. Anything that he was on, uh, I just picked up. And, of course, uh, here is Booker Irvin in um, the milieu of... Um, of a Hammond organ. There's no bass. It's just Booker on tenor saxophone, Don Patterson on Hammond, and the great Billy James on drums. And we're going to hear three tunes from uh, this album called The Exciting New Organ of Don Patterson. And we're going to take it away with the first tune. It's called It's About Time, which is uh, Patterson's composition. 
uh, kind of a modal piece uh, based on the same format as Impressions or So What. Um, the second tune is one called Up in Betty's Room. And the third tune is a Sonny Rollins original that uh, most musicians know entitled Oleo. So here then, the exciting new organ of Don Patterson. Thank you. 
That was Hammond organist, the late, great Don Patterson, from his very first album under his own name called The Exciting New Organ of Don Patterson, all recorded in 1963. And, of course, uh, the co-star on here was tenor saxophone giant Booker Irvin. And there's uh, there's not enough Booker Irvin on records, and it's always nice to... uh, hear his uh, distinctive Texas tenor. On drums, taking care of business, the great Billy James. And we heard three tunes from this album. The first one was um, based on uh, the same kind of format as Impressions and So What, and uh, it's called It's About Time. And then the second tune was a a very bluesy original by Mr. Patterson entitled Up in Betty's Room. I wonder what was going on up there. Anyway, and the final tune, of course, was Sonny Rollins' great uh, tune entitled Olio. Don Patterson, Booker Irvin, and Billy James on organ, tenor saxophone, and drums, respectively. Actually, it was recorded May 12th, 1964. Okay, if you want to be exact about it. And uh, this was Don's very first album. 
We'll be back in a uh, very few moments after uh, a couple of important messages. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker. Incidentally, our show of June the 12th, which is going to be the second show in the month of June, is a very important one. And it's going to be all about this year's jazz festival. And my co-host, and he's going to pick out all the music. I'm just going to sit back here and respond uh, because John Orsick, the redoubtable media director for the Jazz Festival, and of course one of the founding fathers of the Jazz Festival, um, Mr. Orsick, will be on our show. And uh, he'll be doing um, all kinds of commentary as to the music, and as I said, he's going to do all the uh, uh, choosing of all the music as well. So uh, be sure to uh, tune in on that show. We'll give you a complete overview of this year's very exciting jazz festival. All right. We shall be back in just a moment. It must have been very hard for your dad when um, when you got chosen and had to leave. Yeah. You're, ne- you're, you're feeling nimble? You'll get, you might get a little dirty. But. Offer yourself to me because in our Dunning's teachings, it's the animal that offers itself to you. Through June 16th, CITR 101.9 FM and Discorder Magazine will be launching two radio documentaries a week. The theme of community unites this round of pieces, with documentary topics ranging from alt-right discourse at UBC, the narratives around Chinatown tunnels, indigenous food sovereignty, and more. To listen, search CITR documentaries in iTunes, Stitcher, or visit citr.ca backslash citrdocs. Become a CITR member and make some new friends. Members get discounts in Kitsilano and around UBC at The Book Warehouse, Stormcrow Ale House, The Australian Boot Company, Fresh's Best Salsa and Company, Banyan Books and Sound, Tapestry Music Limited, Rufus Guitar Shop, Dentry's Irish Girl, The UBC Bookstore, On the French Hair Design, and The Bike Kitchen. What would we do without our friends? We've been uh, really enjoying the uh, the weather lately, haven't we? Yeah. Well, 
unfortunately, it's going to, uh, there's some changes taking place in the weather. Tonight, uh, they're calling for increasing cloudiness and uh, overnight, some wind and maybe even a chance of a thunderstorm, all right, with a low of 15. Tomorrow, showers and windy with a low of 15 and a high of 17. Then the outlook for Wednesday is cloudy with a low of 13, high of 14. Quite a cooling down. And then Thursday is once again cloudy with a 70% chance of a shower, low of 13, and highs up to 19. Friday, more of the same, cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower with a low of 11 and a high of 18. And Saturday... Friday and Saturday, both the same kind of weather. 60% chance of a shower, cloudy, cooler, uh, lows between 10 and 11, and highs up to about 18. Sunday, cloudy, with a low of 10 and a high of 18. So kind of uh, back to that spring normal weather. But, uh, boy, we've certainly had a wonderful taste of summer uh, in the last few days. I don't think there have been any complaints about the heat yet. (laughs) But, uh, well, we still have a long way to go, and it's only the beginning of June. So, you know, this little bit of a downturn, I think, uh, isn't going to hurt us too much. All right. Back to some music. Roy Eldridge, who is known as Little Jazz, and Coleman Hawkins, who is the father of the tenor saxophone. Both of these gentlemen came up through all the trials and tribulations of music in the 1930s. And they were, um, by the the 1950s, these guys were middle-aged. And, of course, uh, they had established themselves as uh, true uh, jazz giants, and yet they represented kind of an older school of music. But you'd never know it by their playing because the energy that they exuded and and the vitality, um, looking back uh, and listening to uh, these two gentlemen play together, uh, it's a wonder where, you know, some people kind of dismiss them as being, well, they, you know, they're great, they're, you know, but they're old school, they're old fashioned. Well, they didn't sound that way. Um, I just listened to uh, these recordings uh, recently, and of course, it was incredible. This was recorded in 1957 uh, during the last tour of uh, jazz at the Philharmonic, and it was recorded at the Chicago Opera House. And um, these two gentlemen, Roy Eldridge on trumpet and Coleman Hawkins on tenor saxophone, uh, were put together. Uh, They had a set uh, list and and tunes that they liked to play. And they're backed up very ably by members of the modern jazz quartet. John Lewis on piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Connie Kay on drums. And um, that rhythm section is just perfect for these uh, two great gentlemen. And uh, although uh, none of the rhythm section players are featured in solos or anything, their backup is absolutely superb. And it was obviously inspiring 
the uh, two protagonists. So here then, Roy Eldridge on trumpet and Coleman Hawkins on tenor saxophone. We're going to play a a short set with uh, both of these, including a a couple of tunes that are uh, kind of fun to listen to and uh, also a couple of ballads they're going to play. And I'll let you know what the music is all about after we hear it. So we take you back to the Chicago Opera House in 1957. Coleman Hawkins, Roy Eldridge. Thank you. 
recorded at the Opera House in Chicago in 1957 as part of the last Jazz of the Philharmonic Tour, in the U.S., that is. That was Coleman Hawkins on tenor saxophone, the father of the tenor saxophone, and Roy Little Jazz Eldridge on trumpet. And they were backed up very ably by John Lewis at the piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Connie Kay on drums. And we heard uh, four tunes um, all put together uh, without any lengthy uh, interruption. We opened with one called Bean Stockin', written by Coleman Hawkins. And, of course, Bean was his um, nickname. Then uh, the next tune was a ballad featuring Roy Eldridge, and we heard him play The Nearness of You, beautiful old standard. And uh, he was followed by Coleman Hawkins playing another old standard entitled Time on My Hands. And then the final tune, based on uh, the old Stompin' at the Savoy, and uh, written by Coleman Hawkins and Roy Eldridge together. And that was called, the final tune was called The Walker. And uh, those four tunes made up part of a set uh, that they recorded at the Chicago Opera House. Roy Eldridge and Coleman Hawkins, two of the great pioneers of... uh, earlier jazz music. They both came up in the, well, Hawkins came up in the 20s and 30s, and Eldridge um, became prominent in the 1930s and went on to years of uh, great prominence and fame. Coleman Hawkins and Roy Eldridge. Mm -hmm. Here is someone who is still very much alive. I featured some music by him last week. This was recorded at his house in Los Angeles, and it was put together by his son, who arranged the whole thing. Um, I'm talking about vibist Terry Gibbs. Now, Terry had retired from music. He said he wasn't going to play in public anymore. That was it. He was 90 years old, and he wasn't going to do anymore. He's already done enough and established himself um, as one of the all-time jazz greats. Um, but um, his son was visiting him one day, and there were some musicians uh, at Terry's house, and Jerry, Terry's son, who is one of our finest drummers, um, decided to um, ask his dad to play, and Terry says, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll play. And, And they picked a tune, and Jerry recorded it and put it on Facebook, and it got thousands of hits. So he he asked his dad, he said, you know, why don't you make one more record? And Terry said, no, 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 I don't want to do that. That's crazy. I've retired. I, I don't play anymore publicly. I'm not making any more records. I've made enough records. I'm not going to do this anymore. And Jerry said, well, why not? Anyway, they talked and talked, and Jerry talked Terry into making this album. And it was recorded over a, a series of about four days at, uh, at Terry's house, properly engineered, all set up by Jerry, his son. And um, he asked uh, his dad uh, who he would like to um, 
make music with. And his dad said, well, a good piano player is John Campbell. And uh, also a, a, a young bass player I'm really impressed with, uh, Mike Garula. And um, fine. So it was all set up, very comfortable. So about four days, they recorded uh, between uh, uh, enjoying food, uh, s- swimming in the pool, all this kind of stuff. Um, and uh, Jerry made sure that this was put out as a CD. And uh, we played some from last, um, I believe the last show, or maybe a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, so we're going to hear some selections from this album. It's called Terry Gibbs, 92 Years Young. He's 92 now. Uh, And and it's called Jammin' at the Gibbs House. Uh, Terry on Vibes. Um, Mike Garola, as I mentioned, on bass. John Campbell on piano. And Terry's son, Jerry, on drums. And we're going to hear three tunes. We're going to open with a great standard called The Shadow of Your Smile. Um, And then we're going to do um, a tune associated with Duke Ellington, actually written by Billy Strayhorn, Take the A-Train. And then a favorite of uh, Terry's, he loved to play, one of his idols, of course, was Lionel Hampton. And uh, tune number three is entitled Blues for Hemp. So here's a trio of tunes from this uh, wonderful album, Jammin' at the Gibbs House. 92 years old, Terry Gibbs.
Now, that's not too bad for a gentleman who is, uh, he's 92 now, but he recorded that when he was a youthful 91. <laughs> Terry Gibbs, one of the great uh, masters of modern music, he says, uh, I may be the oldest bebop player left. Um, <laughs> he, he, uh, he's an amazing man. He wrote a great book, too, called Good Vibes. If you ever get around to uh, want to read a very, very entertaining book on jazz and learn a lot of uh, historical stuff in it, um, read, get a hold of Terry Gibbs' books, a book that he uh, wrote, his, basically his biography. Um, but he's extremely funny and a very positive person, always has been, and uh, one of the great players in jazz music. And, of course, he was part of that uh, legendary uh, late 40s Woody Herman uh, band that had all the great stars in it, like uh, Stan Getz and Zoot Sims and all, uh, all the great jazz players. This was recorded at the Gibbs home over a period of about four or five days and um, with optimum recording equipment. And, and they picked out all the best tunes, about 75 minutes, and made this, uh, this CD. And uh, Terry says, definitely this is going to be the last, but you never know with this guy. Uh, he's got so much boundless energy and um, uh, just an amazing person and a great player, still is. We heard Terry on vibes, son Jerry on drums, John Campbell on piano, and Mike Garola on bass. And we heard three tunes, The Shadow of Your Smile, um, written by Johnny Mandel, Take the A Train, of course, written by Billy Strayhorn and associated with Duke Ellington's band. Uh, it was actually Duke's theme song. And the final tune dedicated to one of Terry's idols, Lionel Hampton, and that was entitled Blues for Hemp. All right. The album is called Jammin' at the Gibbs House, Terry Gibbs. Here is, um, well, I, I'd like to mention a couple of websites uh, before we uh, move to some music by Mose Allison. And uh, these websites, of course, I mention them every week on the show. And one of them is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, and that's coastaljazz.ca. You can uh, buy tickets for the jazz festival. You can book seats uh, and time at Frankie's, which, of course, has uh, become one of, uh, if not the leading jazz club in Vancouver. And um, it's programmed by Corey Weeds, and so many great people play at, uh, at Frankie's. Frankie's is located down on Beattie Street. If you haven't been there yet, you better check it out because it's a very, very comfortable venue, good sight lines, and wonderful acoustics in the place, and, of course, wonderful music. And you can uh, make reservations. You can even check it out for free if you go during happy hour. They have uh, various musicians uh, playing at uh, free happy hours, and you can get an idea of what the club uh, looks like. And happy hours are from uh, Wednesday right through uh, to Saturday. And um, you can check up all of that uh, on the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society because they're one of the uh, sponsors of Frankie's Jazz Club. So 
That's a very, very good website, coastaljazz.ca. And as I mentioned before, the one of the founding fathers of the jazz festival, my good friend John Orsick, will be um, and I will be doing uh, a jazz festival program. The whole uh, three hours plus uh, will be devoted to uh, music that will be heard by uh, artists playing at the uh, jazz festival. And John Orsick is going to join me. I'm just going to sit back and respond to uh, uh, what he has to say and, of course, uh, the music that he's going to uh, pick out for that very special show, and that's on June the 12th, the second Monday in June. All right. Another great website, before uh, we leave that one, is the website of uh, VancouverJazz.com. It's a very comprehensive and well-maintained website as well. So, CoastalJazz.ca and VancouverJazz.com. Here, then, is some music by one of my favorites, Mr. Mose Allison. And we're going to hear a couple of tunes kicking off the set. Uh, he's accompanied here by uh, Aaron Bell on bass and O.C. Johnson on drums. And we're going to hear the V8 Ford Blues and then an old standard called Please Don't Talk About Me When I'm Gone. And uh, yeah, we'll hear another one after that by Mose called Ask Me Nice. And, um, yeah, the great Mose Allison singing and playing the piano. I'm gonna get my grave digger to make you a place. I'm coming along myself and throw some dirt in your face. I'll be right down at your bearing, riding in my V8 Ford. You think you're so high, style, and worldly, I declare, girl, you just don't know. When you join your insurance, you better make it sick and accident too. You keep a messing with me now, something gonna happen to you. I'll be right down at your bearing, riding in my V8 Ford. You think you're so high style and worldly, I declare, girl, you just don't know. Gasoline in the morning, I get my all checked at night. Then I don't have to worry because I know everything's all right. I'll be right down at your bed, riding in my V8 Ford. You think you're so high style and worldly, I declare, girl, you just don't know. 
please don't talk about me when I'm gone. Though our love is ended from now on. If you can't say anything real nice, just don't talk at all, that's my advice. You go your way, I'll go mine, it's better than me do. Here's a kiss, I hope that this brings lots of luck to you. Makes no difference how I carry on. Please don't talk about me when I'm gone.
We heard three tunes by the great Mose Allison, the great late Mose Allison, um, backed up by Aaron Bell on bass and O.C. Johnson on drums. We heard the V8 Ford Blues. Uh, We followed that one with Please Don't Talk About Me When I'm Gone. And Mose Allison's original, the last tune we heard, Ask Me Nice. Mose Allison, the pride of Tippo, Mississippi. Um, he was uh, born on November 11th, 1927, and lived a good long life. Uh, he died November 18th, 2016, and he was 89 years old. Mose Allison, a true music legend. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9. Or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and uh, here is a legendary band led by Herbie Hancock, and it's known as the Mwandishi Band. You know, Miles Davis's album Bitches Brew uh, involved a lot of people um, that, and they everything seemed to branch off after that. Uh, Wayne Shorter and Joe Zavinul formed Weather Report. Herbie Hancock, uh, inspired by that music, formed this band called Mwandishi, and it featured Herbie Hancock on piano. And in, interestingly enough, all the gentlemen in this band all adopted um, African names, um, and, which is why it was known as the Mwandishi Band. Herbie Hancock himself was Mwandishi, and he um, is heard on the Fender Rhodes piano, and of course he's the band leader. Maganga is Eddie Henderson, uh, who plays trumpet. Eddie was uh, in our jazz feature earlier on in the show as well, and uh, this is where he became very well known uh, in this band, Maganga, Eddie Henderson. And Mowili was Benny Maupin, uh, who plays bass clarinet, and um, alto flute in this uh, particular setting. Pepo Matoto is Julian Priester, a great trombonist who is still uh, very much alive. And Michazaji uh, <laughs> was uh, Buster Williams, who, of course, is playing uh, electric bass on this. And Billy Hart on drums, who was part of our jazz feature tonight. Jabali was his African name. This is um, a piece of music dedicated to the great Angela Davis. And Angela, of course, was one of the great pioneers of um, civil rights. And this is dedicated to her. It's called Ostinato. And it features a couple of additions to the uh, Mondishi band, uh, Ndugo Leon Chancellor is also on drums and percussion here, and um, uh, Sepito Arias is on congas and timbales, and there's some subtle guitar work in here by Ron Montrose, added to the band, and it's uh, quite a piece of music. Check this out, Ostinato. Well, 
seems to be uh, stuck. We'll see if we can unstick this. Hang on. All right, we're going to try it in a different uh, player, and hopefully it uh, will play. I'm afraid after that build-up, this uh, CD is not going to do very well on here. We're going to have to uh, do something else, um, and I'll check it out while we're uh, searching from something else. These things sometimes happen with CDs, and of course you don't know when they're going to mess up because they play well at home and they play well all the time and then all of a sudden you bring them to the studio and they won't play and sometimes it gets a little frustrating so meanwhile we're going to uh play something by art blakey and his jazz messengers and uh, see if we can straighten out the uh the herbie hancock cd after all that build up uh we may have to bag it for uh, the, the evening, but we'll see. We're going to take you back to the uh, Café Saint-Germain in Paris, December 21st, 1958. And this great edition of Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers with Lee Morgan on trumpet, Benny Golson on tenor saxophone, Bobby Timmons at the piano, Jimmy Merritt on bass, and Art Blakey on drums, and uh, this is a great piece of music written by trumpeter Bill Hardman, who uh, was um, a member of Blakey's Messengers uh, before this one. And this tune is called Politely. So let's enjoy this, and I'll see if I can straighten out that other CD. All right, here we go.
Blakey and his jazz messengers recorded at the Club Saint-Germain in Paris, December 21st, 1958. And uh, his wonderful aggregation, Lee Morgan on trumpet, Benny Golson on tenor saxophone, Bobby Timmons at the piano, Jimmy Merritt on bass, and of course, driving everything along the great Art Blakey on drums. And that was a little tune written by Bill Hardman, who was a previous member of the Jazz Messengers. And he wrote that tune, and it's called Politely. And it became a, a favorite of uh, this particular band, the Jazz Messengers. We're going to, because uh, it didn't work on those uh, other players, I switched players, I tested it out, I think we're going to be able to hear that Herbie Hancock um, composition. And uh, it looks as though it's going to uh, wrap up the show for uh, this month of May. So uh, we're going to take you to the Mwandishi Band, Herbie Hancock's band, and the album called Mwandishi. And as I mentioned before, all, all the members of the band took African names. Herbie Hancock on piano. Mwandishi, uh, Eddie Henderson on trumpet, Maganga, Benny Maupin on bass clarinet, Mowili, and Julian Priester on trombone, Pepo Matoto, and Buster Williams on electric bass, Mechazaji, and on drums, Billy Hart, who was known as Jabali, and the piece of music we're going to hear is dedicated to the great Angela Davis, one of the great pioneers of civil rights. It's called Ostinato, and it features a couple of additional musicians, including Sepito uh, Arias on congas and timbales, Ron Montrose on guitar, and Ndugo, Leon Chancellor, on uh, extra drums and percussion. So here we go. And hopefully it will play faultlessly throughout. Ostinato.
Herbie Hancock and the Wandishi Band with, of course, Herbie on electric piano, uh, Eddie Henderson on trumpet, Benny Maupin on bass clarinet, Julian Priester on trombone, Buster Williams on electric bass, Billy Hart on drums, and some added musicians, Leon Chancellor on extra drums and percussion, Ronnie Montrose on guitar, and Sepito Arias on congas and timbales. And, of course, that was a piece of music dedicated to Angela Davis and called Ostinato. Herbie Hancock. And, uh, yes, the CD finally played. <laughs> I tried it on a couple of players, and... Uh, Player number three did the trick. So I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed the jazz show this evening. My name's Gavin Walker. 
And next week, on uh, of course, I did mention the show on the second Monday in June, June the 12th. Uh, my guest will be the um, founding, one of the founding fathers of Vancouver International Jazz Festival. And, of course, um, Mr. John Orsick is also the media director for the Vancouver International Jazz Festival. So he'll be on the show playing the music, and I'll be here to uh, basically respond to uh, John's uh, dissertations and choices um, of the music, and it'll be uh, the most complete overview of this year's Vancouver International Jazz Festival. So that's June the 12th. The other Mondays in June, the jazz feature will be a random selection of great live performances because live music is best. And uh, we're just going to um, cherry pick some great performances by various artists, Charles Mingus, Thelonious Monk, Miles Davis, you name it. But they will all be live performances. And that's going to be our, the subject of our jazz feature for the month of June because we're celebrating the Vancouver International Jazz Festival. It's live music. And we'll, we're going to do the same on the jazz feature on the jazz show. So I hope you can join us for the month of June. And uh, take care of yourselves and um, carry on, do all that sort of stuff. Thank you very much for listening on behalf of myself, Gavin Walker, and CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. And we'll see you in seven days' time. Bye-bye.
Thank you.